This is the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk on every team in the NHL. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Tip of the Iceberg Podcast, brought to you as always by the Hockey Podcast Network. Happy Festivus! Everybody, for those who celebrate, and uh, that's actually kind of a look into what we're going to be doing, because we're going to be celebrating Festivus here on the Tip of the Iceberg podcast in our second segment. We have a little bit of news to get to, but then we're going to get to the festivities that is Festivus. And for those of you that haven't seen Seinfeld, you can look it up on YouTube. But it's going to be a fun episode here at the Tip of the Iceberg podcast. Horwat, Merry Almost Christmas and Happy Festivus. Happy Festivus, yes. Sorry, I couldn't get a big a big metal pole to put in the corner. Uh, I think that would have made things perfect. Mm-hmm. But instead, I just saw my Christmas tree up, and that's okay. Sorry if Tinsel is distracting. I hope every Seinfeld fan loves this episode. And um, are we doing any videos? Because I can turn the lights on on my sweater here. Where is it? Uh, I don't know if we're doing videos, but you can put the lights the on light in case switch. we do. There it goes. There you <laughs> See go. See if this messes up our video play. All righty. Well, uh, we do have a fun episode for you, everybody today. We are heading into the holiday break. The NHL Pittsburgh Penguins are already on NHL break. So uh, we're trying to catch up here, get our job done, get our work done so we can enjoy Festivus, Christmas Eve, Christmas, however you celebrate happy holidays. Let's first start by saying that. But uh, a lot of news to get to. By a lot of news, I just mean a couple of stories, but big stories nonetheless. Let's start off on a smaller scale talking about the Pittsburgh Penguins, they had practice on Tuesday in lieu of the cancellation of their game against the New Jersey Devils. A couple of good news items from that practice of getting Malkin, Brian Rust, and Jake Gensel all with the team during practice. Now they all had no contact sweaters on, but it's nice to see that all three of them prior to the Christmas break were out there with the team practicing. Yeah, it's good to see them getting the getting the reps in. It, the mood was jolly and bright if you want to mm-hmm. keep it seasonal here. Um, I saw someone say the mood was very last day of school. Yeah. Uh, which, yeah, I'd say so. I was a little surprised that we practiced at all because I thought we couldn't. I don't... After the ending of the NHL. Yes. The shutdown happened the second the game between the Tampa Bay Lightning and the Vegas Golden Knights ended on Tuesday night. So teams could practice that day. But it, it as soon as that game ended, the NHL was shut down and it all, closed until after Christmas. It all makes sense, you know? Yeah. What the? Okay, I get that the league wanted to shut down. I get that, you know, you want to keep these players safe. But then shut it down. What are we doing saying, hey, everyone is shut down, but hey, you're still allowed to practice. That game between two teams from different sides of the country, go for it, play. What are we, it, we're flying by well, the seat of our pants here, it seems, again. Well, the, the reason that game was allowed to be played, they canceled all the other games. Are, those, to try are both to, those teams good? Like, are they... No, the Tampa Bay Lightning were already in Vegas. That works, too. So, play the game, then fly home and be done with it. But the Lightning were already in Vegas, so they were trying to let teams play out the games in the cities they were in before heading home. To at least also mitigate the amount of games that need to be rescheduled. That's, that's what they yeah. initially wanted to do in the first place. I mean, you even look at Sidney Crosby, who said... I don't know why we couldn't finish the games off. The, the look at our schedule. The teams that we were playing were not having issues. I mean, the Devils were, so I don't know. I think he meant the Flyers game. Yeah. The Flyers haven't had 
much COVID complications as have the Penguins haven't had many, but still in the best interest of everybody, that's still five days that everybody is apart. And if they have COVID, it gets through their system, makes them a little bit less contagious, I would imagine, is the goal. Yeah, I get it. You want to, you know, especially someone tweeted out the schedule for PPG Paints Arena during that two-week break that they will now have to try and schedule games during. Uh, Good luck. Looks like we're going to have a road trip coming up. I think Monster Jam takes up like three days. Yeah, and it's not like you can just say, all right, well, you're in the morning and then we'll play a game at night. Monster Jam seriously screws up the ice surface yeah this would be questions for our buddy tyler uh about Mm -hmm. what goes on between setting up a concert like imagine dragons i know is there i think shania twain is in there uh britney spears or something like that it was like something via britney spears you sent me the tweet by mike defabo i just yeah that's it i i I glanced at it i thought i saw britney spears there but i might have been off trying to remember who else comes in february justin bieber's in april yeah so i mean regardless they're gonna have some they're going to have some scheduling issues. Yeah, there's going to be some scheduling issues. Get ready for another long road trip, and then who knows? Mm-hmm. Uh, and Tyler and his union buddies are going to be working overtime. Yeah. it's uh, It'll be interesting. I don't think it's that big of a deal, but it's. Mm-hmm. I'm actually a little more surprised that 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 the building was, wasn't empty anyway, just in case this kind of thing happens, to be honest. Yeah, but you still need to you, – you can't not book shows because if they would have left it and then the team would have still ended up going to the Olympics, you would have had no shows in those two weeks, and that's losing money for the organization. So you knew they were going to schedule stuff in, in that time. Yeah, I know. I just – I'm a little surprised by it, but again, like I said, that's – we'll probably just have a road trip, whatever. Also, no, I mean, realistically, they only have two games to make up, yeah. the Penguins, and they're two home games. And it's not like they're two teams that have to come from so far away. It's New Jersey and Philly. Yeah. So they can slide in. There was a couple days off. They can slide in there. It's just going to be, like you said, a lot of work for the behind-the-scenes crew. But, uh, no, the the ending of that practice, obviously Brian Boyle also practiced. That's some good news. And he was full contact, so it seems like he'll probably be good to go if needed whenever the Penguins do, in fact, return to play. As of right now, the schedule looks like this. They're all off. All of them are off. The team will be off until Sunday when they're scheduled to return in Boston to practice before taking on the Boston Bruins on Monday evening. Now, that's as of now. Obviously, fluid situation, COVID, as it has been for the past year and maybe two years, honestly. I think it's getting close to two years. I think the f- so. I think it first started breaking out in China around New Year's of 2020. 2020. So, yeah, about two years. But that's, that's where the NHL is at right now. I mean, the Penguins... They're shut down, as is every other franchise in the National Hockey League. And here's the, the basic full breakdown of this. is The NHL closed all facilities following Tuesday night's game between the Vegas Golden Knights and the Tampa Bay Lightning. As a result of these COVID cancellations in the past two weeks, I mean, even before that, it wasn't as big of an issue, but the cancellations in the past two weeks, the rash of COVID-positive testing, has forced the NHL and the NHLPA to jointly decide to not participate in the 2022 Beijing Winter Olympics, which we're all a little upset about because we all wanted to see it. But I think we all understand that this was probably the right move. Do you agree? Yes, on the surface, it sucks. I mean, we've been waiting for so long to see the professionals go back. But when you look at the minute details, yeah, this makes a ton of sense. Mm -hmm. Um, I just think the risk far outweighs the benefits. Yeah, I mean, sure, we've never had the opportunity to play for a country. I've seen this argument a thousand times. 
It's the opportunity to play for your country. Okay, well, here's the thing. When you start playing the sport of hockey, you're not that your main goal. It's your main goal is to win a Stanley Cup. Like, yeah, if you're good enough to be an Olympian, that's part that all of a sudden becomes part of it. Mm-hmm. But I think regardless, you sign up for to the NHL to win a Stanley Cup, and for what it's worth, uh, it's not about being the best in the world and going to play in the Olympics. It is the contract you sign with the league as well as well as your team that um, if the league doesn't that pays your bills or the team that pays your bills doesn't want you to go they don't gotta let you go that's your contract you are their business you are their employee i mean Mm -hmm. that's just deep diving shit obviously but when it comes down to it um i don't know i just feel like it's still just best case scenario for the sake of not if you let test positive over there five weeks off no pay five weeks in china and do we have to mention chinese chinese government we don't. It's not a great situation if you catch something over there. And the big thing about this, too, was the fact that it needed to be a joint decision between the NHL and the Players Association because we all understand, and, and I heard this on 32 Thoughts, the podcast with American Friedman, they basically said no NHL player wants to go out there and say, I don't want to go and play for my country because they don't want to They don't want right. to have to say that. So they want the NHL to basically make the decision for them. So it's good that this is a joint decision because like NHL also doesn't want to be like, we're the bad guys telling you you can't go. This needed to be a decision made by all parties involved. So it was, and I think that it was the right decision at this point. I also still think that they should cancel the All-Star game, but that's a completely different... So that, that's a different question because I feel like bringing people from every franchise into the same locker room just increases the opportunity for Omicron or Delta or whatever variant to spread across the NHL. Yeah, that's a, a totally different situation. But And who knows? I mean, maybe they're just so dead set on getting Vegas and ESPN an all-star game. Mm-hmm. That's the other And part making of it. money. Yeah, exactly. That's the other part of it. What does ESPN think if you say if you all of a sudden say, "Hey, we're cutting the All Star Game this year"? Granted, I don't think money's going to change that much in that way, but it sours a relationship right away. Like we just started here. Yeah, but let's not pretend that ESPN is ignorant to the fact that there's a reason if they cancel it. What's the NBA doing? They have. I have no idea what the NBA is doing. No, the NBA is mandating, I believe that masks have to be worn inside and they're but they also aren't canceling an all-star game that's happening in Cleveland where everybody's going to have to be inside. So that it's a interesting situation across all major sports leagues, but we're going to take a quick break when we return. We're going to be celebrating Festivus everybody. Stick with us here at the Tip of the Iceberg podcast. Hockey fans, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has a no-brainer offer that'll make you a winner once any shot gets past the goalie. New customers can bet just $1 on any NHL game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a goal. The NHL got rid of ties back in 2005, so you know someone's going to light the lamp. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, no worries. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Hockey Contests. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN, throw down $1 on any NHL game, and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a goal. 
That's promo code THPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. The tradition of Festivus begins with the airing of grievances. I got a lot of problems with you people. No? Welcome back to the Tip of the Iceberg podcast. Brought to you as always by the Hockey Podcast Network. And a happy Festivus to all. And as Mr. Costanza said, I can't say that word. Mr. Costanza said, happy Festivus. I got a lot of problems with you people. We're going to be airing our grievances on the Pittsburgh Penguins and the National Hockey League here in this segment to celebrate December 23rd, the great holiday of Festivus. Horwat, I'll let you start off. I don't know. How many do you have? I I, did, I should probably ask this before uh, we started. Let's see. I got six kind of you in have total. Six. All right. Well, I'll I can let cut you... some if I need to. I can make it all quick, whatever you want. Listen, uh, if you have six grievances, I think I would be the Grinch of Festivus if I didn't let you air those grievances on air. I have three myself, but I'll let you. How about this? You go three. I'll go three. You go three. If you have six, I can. Like I said, I can cut some of these. They're, like I can cut one of these league ones easy. Okay. Uh, I can make it five. I, hell, I can make it four. That that one doesn't really matter anymore. Well, lead us off with your first then. Sure. Yeah, I will lead off to my first one with one that also includes me. Uh, the early season Evan Rodriguez doubters. Mm. Uh, I think this is more of just a bump on what Evan Rodriguez has done this year because he's looked damn good, and we didn't know if he was going to make the lineup this year. I think I was included in that conversation for a little while. Uh, but the problem I have is just you can't keep doubting this man anymore, I guess. It, don't know what the hell it is, but he is a world eater, and... It's a ton of fun to watch, so I don't know. I mean, it's just a lot of deleted tweets, it seems. Yeah. A lot of, this man shouldn't be in the lineup. Why'd we let, why'd we take him back from Toronto, or sorry, from free agency? Mm-hmm. Just wild sto- wild past couple of seasons, for, or seasons, couple of games for Evan Rodriguez, and keep up the good work, buddy. That's a feat of strength, if you will. Yeah. Exactly. So, my first grievance, I got a problem with Jason Zucker. I really do. Tried to back him on this show, and I have. You know, he's playing great everywhere else but on the score sheet. But at some point, you got to score a damn goal, man. You you, got to put the puck in the back of the net. You got to light the lamp. So, you know what? I got a problem with him because he's only scored one goal since the calendar flipped to November. It is December 23rd. It is Festivus. And he has not scored a goal since before Halloween. That is an issue. Jason Zucker gets a grievance from me. Uh, you know what? I like that grievance. I'd like to tack one on for that as well. I forgot about him. Makes sense, mm-hmm. doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> kind of, go, whenever I'm looking through everything, looking for grievances of the Penguins, I forgot Jason Zucker existed. And does that not perfectly the way, uh, describe the way his season has gone? Yep, basically. You know he's there. You totally forget about it. Uh, a weird one I want to come up with airing of grievance of... The consistency of Brian Russ. Now, I understand he is currently injured, and it is it is, it is his second of the season. Mm-hmm. But, over the past few seasons, I think we've just seen him have these bouts of, hey, he's, he's really hot right now. He's one of the better goal scorers in the league. To, hey, he's gone most of the season without scoring. Mm-hmm. 
something's got to get figured out there in a contract year, no less, where he is already making. Where's the Where's the number? Oh, I'm on. I'm not on the injured list. Where he's already making what a ton of money. Three point five, I three, believe. Three five. Going into your contract season, you're going to be turning thirty. I, again, I get he's injured, so there's a little asterisk next to this grievance, but you got to gain some consistency if you want to make some money. Mm-hmm. Now, not that I'm, it's not that he's not going to make a ton of money. He will. Yeah. It's just a matter of who pays him because I don't know if it'll be the Penguins. Well, let me ask you this. If you have to pay Evan Rodriguez or Brian Russ next year, who are you paying? That's a great question. It. I would I would have to see the I would have to answer that in the off season because it depends on if Evan Rodriguez really does continue this yes. and if Brian Rust come back Brian Rust comes back at all to remain healthy and gains consistency. Okay. Yeah, well, as of right now, let's let's do this kind of thing. Just pick one right now. You look at where each two stand at this day. Which one are you giving an extension to? Probably Brian Rust. Oh, Evan Rodriguez is also cheaper. I forgot about that note, but probably cheaper Brian and Rust. younger and younger. Probably Brian Rust, man. I just I do have a little more confidence in him still. Not that, you know, as my last grievance, it's not that I'm doubting Evan Rodriguez in any sort of way, mm-hmm. and not that Brian Rust is fully inconsistent. It's just they both have flaws. True. You hope Brian Rust's are minimal, mm-hmm. whereas Evan Rodriguez, if he has a flaw, you just kind of revert to, yeah, it's Evan Rodriguez. What did we expect? Yeah. With Brian Rust, it's well, you're Brian Rust, score goals. Fair. So, I don't know. I just, I grieve with that inconsistency. That's all. Yeah. My next grievance for the Festivus holiday is actually, uh, I'm going to have a file a grievance with myself. <laughs> don't we all? Forever comparing Danton Heinen to Mark Jankowski. However, minimally I did it on this show. I said, you know what? In the back of my head, there's this tiny voice that says he's too similar to Evan, or sorry, to Mark Jankowski. Boy. Uh, I was very off on that. Dayton Heinen has nothing in common with Mark Jankowski, except for they both donned a penguin sweater at one point in their lives. And uh, yeah, no, it was, even though I barely thought it, I mentioned it and I got to own it. That was awful. So uh, I would not be ashamed at all if everybody else used their festivist airing of grievances on me for that idiotic comment that I made a couple months back. I think the second you said it, I let you finish talking that I immediately hit you with a, let's slow your roll. Yeah. I, re- I remember you saying that and me immediately going, you're wrong. Let me tell you why. And I, I was. don't know how many games the team had played at that point. Like three. <laughs> he scored, I believe he scored like a goal or two goals in three games. And I was like, yeah, but. And now I'm like, what an idiot that guy was, huh? Yeah, yeah like, shut up, idiot. <laughs> yeah, no, we could, we all need to air grievances on ourselves, I think. Just the way it is. It's, all, it's called We All Need Therapy. Uh, but no, yeah, uh, Danton Heinen, good player, good player, better than Mark Jankowski for sure. Mm-hmm. Very much. Uh, I want to air grievance once again against the injury bug Ugh. because good Lord, man, give us a break, please. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's that grievance. Just please give us a break. Well, uh, it actually not, goes, maybe not a real break, but you know what I mean? Yeah, maybe it actually goes against with my last grievance that I have to file here. Uh, I have a grievance against Omicron. 
Once again, COVID is messing with the National Hockey League season, and I'm getting sick and tired of it. Now, I understand that that doesn't mean we can't be hypervigilant, because we should be. Yes. And I'm not going to go into that for obvious reasons. But uh, yeah, I'm filing a grievance this Festivus against COVID. This is the third season now. You're messing up my hockey. And there's you're messing up several other things. Again, we're not making light of that. But in the spirit of Festivus, I am saying you're fucking with hockey, so I'm not happy. Omicron and COVID. Which is the same thing, but still. That has been a grievance since what did we say? Like since March twelfth of twenty twenty one of twenty twenty. Yeah, that too. March twelfth. That's 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 when it started really messing with the NHL. Yeah, no, we 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 all been airing a grievance against COVID for a long time now. Mm-hmm. And I like that one. That's a good one. I just want to close out with another quick one. My last one. My airing of grievance against one more time against John Tortorella because get off my screen, you old man who yells at clouds. I don't care if you think it's good for TV, man. You know what's good for TV? People discussing how cool things are in hockey. Yeah, but you always got to have two sides of it, right? Yeah, but I think we're at this age where that side is getting phased out. Look at Twitter. People get I, I demolished for having. <laughs> that's true. People get demolished for having opinions like that on the inter, on the internet, though. Mm-hmm. It's it, it's just old man who yells at clouds. I don't like seeing it. It's just my grievance anyway. Is that's it fair? Like he said, it's not good for the game. Like I said, you know what isn't good for the game? Going to try and start fights in the other team's locker rooms. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm not saying he's not a good dude. You know, I'm not saying he's not bad at his job he's good at his job he defends his points that's what you're supposed to do are your opinions you know outdated that's how i'll put it it's not that it's a wrong opinion it's just an outdated opinion a little bit but grow with the game and i don't want to say there's a reason why he's not coaching but sometimes there is and hey like if he does a good job on tv so be it just um get better opinions <laughs> realize the game is growing in front of you and you can't sort of sit in the back seat and whine about it yeah that is fair very very fair point now before we end this happy festivus occasion of airing of grievances while we don't have jerry stiller unfortunately rest in peace as frank stands at a fight i do have a feat of strength that i want to award this year Feats of strength, Evgeny Malkin, for playing on one knee in the playoffs and being the best damn player on the Pittsburgh Penguins. So even though it's not the traditional feast or feats of strength for Festivus, it is our uh, tip of the iceberg feats of strength, and it is Evgeny Malkin. Hopefully he returns here in the next two weeks, but that was still an unbelievable feat of strength to be able to play on one knee and still score six points in five games. Yeah, an absolute feat of literal or six strength. Games. However many it was, a literal yeah. feat of strength. It's, it's great stuff, and he seems to be so happy and jovial at practice now. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's coming back soon, isn't he? He's getting close. <laughs> it's going to be great. Uh, do I have a quick feat of strength? I do, that penalty kill, despite giving up a goal. That was bound to happen. How many straight penalty kills was it? Uh, it was 37 or 38, something Woo! like that. That's a lot. Uh, we don't have mm-hmm. to go into too much detail, but that's a hell of a feat. Of, that is a hell of a feat of a strength, feat of strength, mm-hmm. whatever. Um. Yeah, no. Led by Teddy Bluger and his band of defensive men. Teddy Bluger, Zach Aston Reed. Tristan Jari. Yeah, Tristan Jari. Sometimes your best penalty killer has to be your goaltender. Yep. He's supposed to be your best penalty killer. He's the one that keeps the puck literally out of the net. So, Penguins are doing good. 
the grievances are over, the distractions are over. I can turn these lights back on. Well, happy Festivus to everybody. We're going to take a quick break when we return. As we always do, we're going to finish off this Thursday episode with our shout-outs and our call-outs. We'll be right back. Hockey fights, lifestyle, and tales from a first-round draft bust? We have it all and more on the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for boutique hockey content and podcasts covering every team in the NHL. Welcome back to the Tip of the Iceberg Podcast, brought to you as always by the Hockey Podcast Network. As well as DraftKings, make sure you use promo code THPN when you visit the DraftKings Sportsbook app. A little programming note here. Obviously, we have this episode today for the tip of the iceberg. But also, we will have an episode for you on Monday. Even though we are, after this recording day, going to be taking a week-long sabbatical from podcasting. We will have an episode on Monday, so make sure you tune in for Season 2 episode, I believe it's 24 of the Tip of the Iceberg podcast. And also, if you haven't seen it already, on our social media page, we're trying to get to 1,000 followers on Twitter. We're at 960. But if we get to 1,000 followers, which is 40 more, before our 200th episode, which is coming up on January 3rd, we're going to be doing a pretty big giveaway. Snoop Dogg would approve of this giveaway. The Pittsburgh Penguins would approve of this giveaway. So go over to our our. Twitter page at Iceberg Podcast. Give us a follow, or if you're already following us, send us the way of your friends. Tell them, hey, give them a follow. They're a good Penguins podcast. We would appreciate it, and we are very excited to do our giveaway. So, Horwat, since you have two shout-outs today. It's the holiday season. I do have a call-out, but it's kind of a call-out with a shout-out and a possibility. So, Love that. Uh, it's going to be very positive on this segment. Yeah, it's the holiday Horwat, season. Like, Spreading like the joy. You. Yeah. Lead it off for us. Give us one of your shout-outs. I will give out a fun shout-out. This one goes to the city of Pittsburgh and everyone that has backed and supported the return of Robert Morris University Hockey for the 2023-24 season, I think it is. Yes. Um, they did it. It's a great feat of strength for the city of Pittsburgh. Um, having college hockey return will be fun. Uh, a buddy of mine who went to RMU and played on the D3 team said that he isn't sure if he would even want to play for the organization after they got rid of it once, which I understand, and I've kind of always seen that point of it. But for what it's worth right now, as an outsider from our perspective and from the city's perspective, it is good to see a college hockey institution like that returning. It shows that there is support throughout the league, maybe, or throughout the city. Maybe, uh, I forget the guy's name, the dean over there that took it away. Maybe he sees, like, hey, there is, like, real support for this. It's a good idea to keep it around. Um, yeah, so both the men's and women's D1 teams will be back for that 23-24 uh, season and show some real love and support. Not that we haven't before, but maybe go the extra effort this time around. I mean, not that I'm blaming anyone, but, hey, it's back, and it's going to be a ton of fun, and it's great for the city. Mm-hmm. Once a call out, the state of Robert Moore's hockey. Now a shout out. Everything positive here around the holiday season. I love it. I love to hear it. My shout out this week goes to Marvel Studios and Sony because Horwat, I know you don't give a shit, but I <laughs> finally saw Spider-Man No Way Home. I absolutely loved it. Uh, anybody that didn't love it, I'm really interested to see why you didn't. thought there was a plot hole or two, but uh, there always is. I enjoyed it. I loved where they ended it. I'm very excited for the next Spider-Man movie, if there is one. Probably There's, will be. <laughs> I would imagine they need money. 
not need money, but they like money. <laughs> they print uh, money. What do you mean they need money? I don't know. They don't <laughs> need money. Uh, so many amazing Easter eggs that I enjoyed throughout that entire thing. And this is not a spoiler because it was in the trailer, but Willem Dafoe, oh my God, that man was brilliant as the Green Goblin. So uh, definitely, definitely if you haven't seen it yet, I don't think I, I didn't spoil anything there, but if you haven't seen it yet, first of all, where have you been? There's been so much money that has basically been printed over the past five days. They had the largest box office for a Monday ever. Huh. And that was five days after it came out. $36 million domestically on Monday night. That's crazy. And then not to mention the fact that they made so much money over the weekend. It was the second highest grossing movie of all time opening weekend behind Avengers Endgame. Oh, behind go figure <laughs> themselves and also ahead of themselves in third with Avengers Infinity War. Oh, Jesus. The one common thread is Tom Holland. Uh, he was on all three. Dude, Tom Holland may be a great Spider-Man. He has the worst looking suit for Spider-Man. Uh, that, that tiny little spider in the center. It's so like, he's had dorky. several suits. You haven't seen the new ones. Oh, clearly. Yes. Uh, but I just look at like the main photos of like, the Tom Holland Spidey suit, the Andrew Garfield one, and then the awesome one that is Tobey Maguire's suit. Mm-hmm. The webs, the, like the the 3D-ish webs all around. I don't know. That's the one Spider-Man movie I saw was the first one way back in the day when I liked it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so to me, Tobey Maguire is still my Spider-Man, but that being okay. said, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> hey, you know what? It's cool seeing the one superhero that I liked in my life still pop off like this. Mm-hmm. Um, and hey, you know what? If they print their money, they print their money. So be it. And where have I been? Not not seeing it. Been home at work doing things. Well, you also don't like Marvel. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> I'm I'm not surprised that you haven't seen it. I've been living life, not waiting. Did you go see it in, in the theater? I did go see it in the theater on Tuesday night. Cool. Because I, th- I think I know Mason's trying to go see it, um, but he's waiting for it to hit his own home screen, which I don't blame him. That is a, ooh, I mean, that's a tough ask if you're trying to avoid spoilers. Eh, he's not too worried about it. Yeah, I'm sure there's no spoilers on Fortnite, but uh, let's continue this. I will do a call out because you have a, a shout out, and I feel like with this episode being where it is, when it's coming out, we need to finish on a shout out. So my call out is uh, actually the NHL for not already scheduling another World Cup of Hockey <laughs> because this would be a perfect replacement for the Olympics. It would, and I know they have bigger fish to fry, obviously trying to get this entire season out of the way, but we, the fans, would get the stacked rosters that we wanted to see in Beijing in 2022. We'd get to see McDavid and McKinnon and Marner play with Sidney Crosby and Patrice Bergeron and all these other guys, and we could also resurrect Team North America. Do we all remember in 2016? How great it was. First of all, the jerseys. Second of all, the young stars. I understand this team would not be nearly as good because it wouldn't have McKinnon, McDavid, Eichel on it. But it would be a pretty good team. It would be basically the same thing. Young stars that'll make it interesting, but probably not compete for gold medal. That's a team like Jack Hughes, Quinn Hughes, Alexi Lafreniere would be there, Quinton Byfield, Brady Kachuk would probably be the captain. He would still technically be able to be on that team. So he'd probably be the captain of that team. And then you have Spencer Knight and Nett. Let's schedule it for fall of 2022 and let's go. Let's have some international hockey in the World Cup of Hockey. That was so much fun six years ago. We need to do it again. Kale McCarr, would he be young enough? Kale McCarr would be on Team North America. So would uh, Adam Fox. Ooh. 
there, you know what? There might be some good, good names on that one. It would not be last the last iteration, but no, 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 no. I mean um, Matthews and McDavid. That's enough. Tossin, that's all you need to say. Tossin McKinnon. Tossin Morgan Riley. Barely. Tossin um, Eichel. And then prime Matt, Matt Murray. I say I was gonna say prime Matt Murray <laughs> and that um, uh, Matt Murray, geez. but they also had John Gibson. Like that was a fun team. They, they did have – I forgot they had John Gibson on that team. Jeez. Johnny Gibson. It was yep. six years ago, though. Yeah, and it's crazy. How old's Connor Hellebuck? I forget what team he was on, wasn't he? He's 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 too old. Okay, anyway. I don't think he played in that tournament. He must not have. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so, yeah, that would be a ton of fun to see come back because World Cup of Hockey is always a ton of fun. It's just one of those things that – pundits like saying should the players be playing because they don't want to get hurt and ruin their actual seasons well yeah and i understand that but here's the thing and i understand listen the players would be the one that had to take the sour grapes for all of this because they wanted to go to the olympics and it's not the same thing playing in the world cup as it is representing your country in the olympics but it makes the nhl extra cash the fans get to see the stacked rosters the players get to play for their country albeit not in an olympics and literally we listen we all know the way the players want this to go they want Beijing to be postponed a year. They want it to, the Winter Olympics to go from 2022 to 2023, similar to how the Summer Olympics happened for 2020. But it's probably not going to happen, and you can only do what you can do. And instead of trying to wait that long, I mean, for a guy like Steven Stamkos, and you mentioned, yeah, you're out there to try to win a Stanley Cup. Steven Stamkos, he even said, he's like, yeah, you want to win a Stanley Cup? That's your primary focus. I've won two now, but I'm still not... <laughs> I've still not had the opportunity to play for my country because I, I messed this up earlier in the week. I thought he played in 2014 for Team Canada, but he didn't. He was hurt. And I believe he was either a reserve or he was just snubbed in 2010. No, he was just snubbed in 2010, and yeah. he still scored 50 goals that year. Okay. Yeah, I guess so. That was that 2010 team was old. They went veteran that year. They did. And that's I think that's primarily the reason everybody's like, well, you screwed Steven Stamkos because you were like, yeah, we want veterans. I mean, you even look in 2000, was it 2006? Sidney Crosby should have been on that team, but they went veteran. And it cost them a, it cost them a gold medal, in my opinion. It cost them a medal at all. Didn't they finish like fourth? Uh, they had a really bad tournament. Yeah. Anyway. We're, anyway, we're Americans. What do we care? <laughs> but my, sh- my second shout out to close out is going to go to a Russian because... Vladimir Tarasenko is, oh my God, tearing it up. Remember when he didn't want to play for St. Louis? Yeah, the last game of the Stanley Cup Finals. <laughs> that came out. Remember when he just, you know, spent all offseason trying to get traded? We had discussions of what could he do on this team? Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? On the, on the I don't know what he could do on this team, but in 31 games with St. Louis, a team he doesn't want to be on and a team that really kind of just doesn't want him because of him not wanting to be there... That's 29 points. Mm-hmm. What? In 31 yeah. games, which is just about as many as he played the entirety of the last two seasons. He's only played 34 in the last two years. Yeah. He's already got more points. He had 24 over those uh, 34 games. And now here in 31, he's got 29. Mm-hmm. 12 goals, 17 assists. An absolutely quiet season. But again, he did not want to be there. He's toughing yeah. it out. Boosting his trade stock, uh, trade stock, in a contract year. This man's yeah. going to make a ton of money. Yeah, he's oh, yeah. on the wrong side of thirty. But if he can keep this up and prove that that injury is not going to slow him down, 
is going to make a ton of money. I don't know what team it's going to be. Probably shouldn't be the Penguins anymore because we won't be able to afford it. But good on you, Vladimir Tarasenko, for just sticking it out and proving everyone, hey, you guys are all idiots. He was exposed. Even Seattle could have taken him. Yeah. You know what that team? You know what the, you know what Seattle could use right now? Vladimir Tarasenko. Uh, Seattle could use a, a goaltender, the chief among them. I mean, Philip Grubauer has <laughs> by far the worst goal save above expected, but I don't want to get into all of that. Nah, we don't have to. But no, I mean Vladimir Tarasenko, consummate professional, going out there. Didn't want to be there at the start of the season, but still very much appreciates that city. Is playing for that city and is playing very well. For a St. Louis Blues team that has opened a lot of eyes, mine included. Yeah. Yeah. They're doing pretty well this year. It's um how did they finish last year? I don't, they were kind of bad last year, weren't they? They were. I think they barely made the playoffs in the division they were in, then they got killed in the first round. Yep. Swept by Colorado in the first round. They finished fourth. Yep. They were twenty seven, twenty, and nine last year. And this year yeah. they are seventeen, nine and five so far. Thirty nine points mm-hmm. through however many games, second in the central. Yep. Good stuff. So, yeah, good stuff from the St. Louis Blues. Great stuff from Vladimir Tarasenko. Before we end this episode here on the fir- the last the last episode before Christmas, or what? Yeah. Do you have anything to say to our listeners before the holidays? Uh, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Happy whatever you celebrate. Uh, have a safe, healthy uh, time with family if that's what you're doing. Uh, friends, family, care for each other, uh, look out for each other. Thank you for listening as always, and happy holidays. Be merry and bright. I echo all the sentiments there. Also, drive safe if you're traveling this holiday season, and then just uh, have a good time, and we'll see you guys on Monday. That's going to do it for this episode of The Tip of the Iceberg. Thank you for tuning in. We'll see you guys next week. Have a good holiday, Pens fans. You can follow us on Twitter at NickHorwat41 and at Nick underscore Berlansky. You can also follow the show's Twitter handle at Iceberg Podcast. This podcast can be found anywhere you get your podcasts from, so please subscribe and rate us on Apple Podcasts. We are brought to you by the Hockey Podcast Network. You can visit them on Twitter at HockeyPodNet or at the HockeyPodcastNetwork.com. Every team, everywhere.